Hello and welcome to the February 8th edition of the Fantasyland Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten. So we are done with week seven. I think we're done with week seven. I think this is week eight coming up. Um, mixed results again for me. It's um, it's it's a l- little bit annoying that I haven't got the seven from seven. This week I'm four wins and three losses. A couple of ones that I should have won and didn't. A couple of bad waiver choices and a couple of games that um, that kind of just slipped away from me at the end there. So onwards and upwards, still still going pretty well in most leagues. So um, nothing really to complain about too much. Dame Lillard was a little bit annoying this week. I had high expectations. Five games on the slate. Missed one due to an abdominal injury, which, I mean, come on, Dame. And then another one which was postponed. And to be honest, I still don't know why it was postponed, but that's okay. Um, it was good to see Devin Booker come back. He is looking sharp, but he's got his work cut out for him if he wants to climb the rankings a bit. I did speak a little bit ago about doing some YouTube recordings. I do plan on doing that. I just need to kind of get my stuff together, figure out how to do it. But that is a goal for the next couple of weeks. So I am pretty excited to, to get stuck into that. On to the waiver wire and updates podcast. As always, I'm going to run through some of the injuries. I'm going to run through some sell high options. I'm going to run through some buy low guys and then get on to the schedule and obviously the very, very important waiver wire pickups for this week. So on to the injuries. Marcus Smart, I don't reckon I mentioned him last week, but he's targeting a late February come back with his calf injury. Larry Nance Jr., broken finger. He's going to miss four to eight weeks. That's a massive setback for a lot of people. Kevin Love, still don't know what is happening with him. He is been practicing, but he has also been ruled out for the next five games on their road trip. So um, maybe we'll see him on the back end of that, or sorry, the start of the, the, the next run, but we shall see. James Wiseman, wrist injury. He's targeting Feb 11, so a couple of days from now, so get him ready to go. Christian Wood, man, how disappointing was that? He was playing so, so well. He was going to be pushing really hard for the most improved player. He's done his ankle. He's out for an extended period. DeMarcus Cousins is obviously the pickup there. Don't let his most recent game deter you. He's going to get bulk minutes, and we know what he can do. So just get him if you can. I think he's only in 65 66% of leagues on ESPN. So if he is out there, which he could be somewhere, make sure you grab him. Uh, Paul George. Foot injury, he's kind of day-to-day. We haven't really been given too much of an update, but we will hopefully be seeing him sooner rather than later. JJJ, I'm going to stop talking about him. Very frustrating. Aaron Gordon, down his ankle mid-March to come back for him. He's probably a drop in most leagues. And then Mike Conley, hamstrings. So he has been ruled out as well. Hamstrings, that can be a tricky one. He is in his early 30s, so they might be a little bit cautious with him. Have a look at, obviously, Joe Ingles for the uptick there. On to the sell high option. So I've got three here. I've only got two in the buy low column this week, but three sell high options. The number one, and I didn't think I'd ever have him anywhere near a podcast, is Draymond Green. So Draymond Green. Um, what to say about Draymond Green? 
Over the last, actually, for his year stats, he's averaging a really bang average, 4.8 points, 5 rebounds, 7.5 assists, just shy of a steal and a half and just shy of a half a block with 2.7 turnovers if you're playing that. Over the last seven days, he's been averaging 34 and a half minutes. Points stay the same. Rebounds are up to 7.7. His assists off the back of two monstrous games are at 12.3, 2.7 steals, two blocks, and 4.3 turnovers. Now, Draymond's going to have the ball in his hands, so he's going to turn the ball over. But if you're playing eight categories, don't even worry about that, obviously. What you need to look at here is 2.7 steals, two blocks, 12.3 assists. If there is going to be a sell-high time for Draymond Green this year and you were frustrated before now, don't let this stop you. If there is an offer there, take it. He's not going to be a 10, 12 assist type of guy all year. I do think he's going to get back and average at about seven and a half, eight, which is what he's been doing this year. He is somebody who will miss games because of injury. His steals and his blocks, they're not going to be at 2.5 and 2 all the way through the year. He's going to have some big games. He's going to have some low games. He's going to average probably 1.5 and and 1. If you have an option there to to trade him, I would certainly look at it because it's not going to get much better for Draymond right now. He might throw another game in there right now. Uh, But yeah, overall, he's not going to get much better than this. Zion Williamson, another player who I've never been high on. Zion, he... So, his last seven days, his stats have been okay. I reckon I might have mentioned him maybe last part of the podcast before about his assists, and I still am adamant that his assists are not going to stay at the 4.55 mark. Over the last seven days, he's averaging 4.5 assists. He's averaging two blocks. That's not going to happen. Zion is not going to average nearly five assists and nearly two blocks a game. His points, they're going to stay there. That's going to be fine. Rebounds, fine. His his field goal is obviously always going to be strong. He's somehow, his free throw percentage catapulted up this week. I know that firsthand because it destroyed me in one of the leagues. So I would be absolutely getting ready to sell Zion because it looks as though he's turned it around. I don't think he has. So if you can get rid of him, now is the time to get rid of him. Boyan Bogdanovich. So what a turnaround he has had. Before this stretch, he was being really, really bad. He was dropping on waivers all over the place. Now, last seven days, 22 points, 5.3 rebounds, just shy of three assists. He's looking good. He's only going to get your points and threes in most games, but man, shooting at 60%, four and a half threes, 90% from the line or five shots a game. It looks really, really, really good for Boyan right now. Do I think he can maintain it? Coincidentally, it has been without Mike Conley for a lot of this. He is a shooter. Could he maintain it? Yes. Are you going to be able to bank on him throughout the whole year? I don't know. I would probably be selling high on Boyan while people are thinking that he's back to his best. Just be careful. Just be careful. He could turn around. He could be great all year. 
I don't know. If I had him, I'd probably look at options here. I probably wouldn't go out and try and trade away from him, but if somebody wanted him and they were willing to pay, yeah, I'd, I'd look at that. On the buy low side of things. So the two I've got here, and I love both of these players, but they have been a little bit disappointing over the last week or so. Ja Morant. So Ja for the year has been averaging just shy of 19 points and just over seven assists. Over the last seven days, he's been down at 13.5 points and 6.5 assists. So the assists are fine. That'll that'll be fine. 13.5 points. That's on the back of some really low percentage shooting. So 37% from the field. That will obviously lift. So don't worry about Ja Morant's field goal. Don't worry about him turning it around. He's going to be a nearly 20 and 7, 20 and 8 sort of a guy on decent percentages across the board. If there is an opportunity to buy low on Ja Morant, now would be the time. Michael Porter Jr., he's the next player I've got on my list. So MPJ is, I mean, he, he's somebody who Mike Malone doesn't necessarily love him. We know that. But they're also a little bit gun-shy of options right now. Jokic needs as much help as he can. And over the last seven days, Porter Jr. has not been there to help him out at all. He's been averaging eight points a game, half a steal, no assists, and 29% from the field. 29% from the field is horrible. He's not going to be that sort of a player. Over the course of the season so far, he's been at 15 points, 1.1 steals, and a block. He's not going to do much for you when it comes to assists, so don't worry about that, but he will turn it around. He will be a lot better. He will get his shot going. If you can, get Michael Porter Jr. cheap. I reckon you probably can. I think there's some certainly some options there to get him, and Denver do need the firepower, so don't worry about him. On to the schedule. Like I have been doing for the past three or four weeks, I'm not going to read out the teams. It gets real boring. It gets real monotonous, so I'm going to skip over that. Check the description below for all of those details. Now, onto the top five players to stream own under 40% ownership. So where I'm getting the ownership from is ESPN. If they are on ESPN and they're under 40% and they've got a good run of fixtures or they're playing some really good basketball, they're probably going to be on this list. So the first one I've got is Gary Trent Jr. He's been awesome. He's been so, so good. The four games this week coming up, he's owned in 33.9% of leagues. Check this out. 19.3 points over his last seven games. Four triples over his last seven games. Don't worry about his field goal. That's pretty bad, so I don't want to read that out. Half a steal, half a block, 3.5 boards, one and a half assists. If you need points and if you need threes, Gary Trent Jr. is your man this week. Get him into your lineup. I said it last week. He should be owned while CJ McCollum is out injured. He's the man who's going to pick up all of the shots. Grab him across the board and hold on to him. He's going to get the points. He's going to get the shots. Gary Trent Jr. Cole Anthony. So Cole Anthony is someone who, I mean, one of the guys in my league picked him up, uh, picked him up really early and he's been pretty bad. He has turned it around. He is looking good. I don't know if it's going to last, but I'd be riding it while we can. Over the last seven days, 15 points, five and a half assists, and 1.7 steals is enormous for Cole, given that he 
has only been averaging 11 points, four assists, and half a steal throughout the entire season. Orlando are going to give him the ball. They're going to want to see what he can produce while Fultz is out for the year. They're not going to rely on Vooch to playmake. Obviously, we know Aaron Gordon is out injured as well. Cole Anthony is the man that you should be looking at right now. Patrick Williams, again, somebody with an abundance of opportunity due to injury. Patrick Williams is, I mean, he passes the eye test really well. I really like watching him play. He looks like a ready-made basketballer. The downside for him this week is that Chicago have only got three games. I wouldn't necessarily let that deter you. It's not somebody who I would stream for the entire week, but it is somebody who I would look at for the games that they play. Over the last 14 days, he's been at 14.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, just shy of a steal, half a block. He's getting bulk minutes too, 32 minutes a game, while obviously marketing was out for a little bit. You were missing Wendell Carter Jr. He's out. Otto Porter Jr. is out. Thad Young is being very admirable in their stead. He's playing some really good basketball, but they're going to give Patrick Williams a run because... I mean, they need to fill in the minutes somewhere. And they also took him, what, what, pick four, pick five, somewhere ridiculous. And he's kind of he's kind of showing that he's worth it right now. I would absolutely look at Patrick Williams where you can when it's applicable. So, as I said, don't go out and stream him for the whole week. He only plays three games. But when he's got the the games in hand, I'd be I'd be playing him. Another player who I'd be looking at due to some injuries going around the traps is Hamadou Diallo. It's a fun name to say. And what I would say is he's a fun player to own. 15 and a half points over the last seven days, a steal and a half, 55% from the field, four and a half assists. Yes, that's because George Hill's out. Yes, that's because Theo Maladin's um, out with COVID-related tracing, health and safety protocols. Somebody's got to pick up the playmaking and help out Shea. So, Hamadou Diallo is doing that. The four and a half assists is lifted quite a bit because of the 10 assist game. But 15 points, 16 points, 16 points, 15 points, you know what you're going to get from him. So I would be grabbing him. They play four games this week. He's only owned in 15 and a half percent of leagues on ESPN. I'd certainly be grabbing him and having a look. And then finally, Kevin Herter. I love Kevin Herter. He's one of my favorite players in fantasy. He gets the job done. He is an out-of-position guard. If Trey ever goes down, grab him everywhere. But over the last seven days, 37.3 points. That's a lie. 37.3 minutes per game. 16.5 points, 3.3 rebounds, 4.5 assists, a steal and a half. And that's about it. He's shooting the ball 52% from the field off 11 and a half shots. He's getting to the line 1.3 times a game at 80%. I mean, he doesn't really hurt you anywhere. They play three games this week, so that is a little hard. That does hurt. But Kevin Herter is somebody that you should be really looking to own even potentially long-term as well, if he strings a couple of games together. 38.4% of leagues owned on ESPN. That's a wrap for this week's Waiver Wire podcast. I really do hope that everybody's sitting really nicely in their standings. If you are having any issues, if you are looking at some trades, if you are looking at your team and thinking, I've got a good team, what is going on here? Why aren't I winning any games? 
send us a screenshot on Twitter at Mark Fantasyland. Jump onto the Instagram, same handle. Hit us up on the Gmail, fantasylandpodcast at gmail.com. I'll help you out. I'll do my best to anyway. As always, make sure you rate and subscribe across the board. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And until next time, all the best this week.